You are listening to Present Truth Ministries Radio, telling the world that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. I recently started writing a monthly booklet, and this is a booklet that focuses on the message of the hour. Our our desire and our purpose is to stay faithful to the teachings of Brother Branham and to help believers get more established in these biblical teachings. It usually covers three subjects, and I mail that out towards the beginning of each month so that people can get access to that. And you can you can go to our website, presenttruthmn.com slash ptm dash contender. You can sign up so you'll put in your name, first name, last name, email, and your home address, and then we'll send that to you every month. And it'll come to you in the mail, and we trust that it'll be a, a blessing to you. Just a few of the subjects that we've covered. This last booklet that we did for June, we covered uh, Serpent Seed. We covered uh, prayer, and we covered the purpose of the vindicated message of Malachi 4. So these are three subjects I believe are very important, and our purpose is not to bring a new doctrine or to even to establish ourselves as uh, some authoritative figure because we believe the, the message has been vindicated. And God has stood behind this message and the reality of it. And our purpose is to do simply what God has called us to do, and that's to to teach and to proclaim this message and to use every means possible. So uh, this is one of the means that we've done, the PTM contender, we call it, uh, in, in honor of contending uh, for the faith that was once delivered for the saints there in, in Titus that he writes about. So... Once again, you can go to the website, presenttruthmn.com slash ptm dash contender, and go ahead and sign up there. May the Lord richly bless you. We trust that that is a blessing for you. The 43rd Annual Missionary Camp Meeting will be taking place August 2nd through August 5th, 2016, and this will be in Ruth, North Carolina. And speakers at this meeting will be Brother Ron Spencer, Brother Wayne Lawson, and Brother Donnie Reagan. This is a camp that is for missionaries, and missionaries from around the world will be coming to these meetings. But people are welcome to come wherever you are from, even if you're not a missionary, because in fact, as Christians, we're all missionaries. So once again, this is uh, the 43rd Annual Missionary Camp Meetings. You can go to BibleTabernacleTruth.org and go to their events page, and you'll see the details there. Welcome to PTM Radio. I'm your host, Brother Jason DeMars, and today we have uh, an exciting show. Uh, for this episode, Brother Ron Spencer is going to be with us, and some of you might not know him, but I think you'll be You'll be excited by his ministry and what the Lord is doing through him and, 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 and the supernatural things that are taking place. So, Brother Ron, would you introduce yourself to our listeners? God bless you. I'm Brother Ron Spencer. I actually live in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. We have a church here called 
full gospel lighthouse tabernacle. Wonderful. How long have you been ministering there? I have been the pastor here since 2000, mm -hmm. and I have been ministering since 1983. Mm -hmm. I work with my father. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, tell me, tell me about how the Lord called you into the ministry. Well, I grew up in the message. Uh, my dad actually started believing the message in the early '60s. About 1961 is when my dad caught the vision of the mm -hmm. message of the hour. Okay. I was born that year, and so I grew up going to Brother Ernest Fulcher's church, and uh, somewhere around uh, 17, 18 years old, I got away from the Lord, and the Lord began to deal with my heart uh, about 22 years old, mm -hmm. and I I, I received a real experience because I, I knew a lot of the quotes and I knew a lot of the stories of the message because that's what I grew up with. Yeah. But I didn't know the God of the message. Mm. And so I, I met the Lord Jesus in early 83. Mm. And by the end of 1983, I was sharing the message with others and beginning to preach. And it just became a living reality to me. So it was born again into you it, it wasn't yeah. it, it was something that came out and you couldn't avoid no no i wish i could have avoided it brother jason i ran from it as hard as i could run from it mm -hmm. you know that's what the prophet tells us that all god called ministers really do yeah. i did a really good job of running from it <laughs> but you know when the reality of it all took place in my life and it becomes so supernatural mm -hmm. and it was so supernatural that i wanted to share it with everybody that i came in contact with mm. that's wonderful you know my in my own experience that's what happened too it was it was something when i met the lord it was something that was birthed into me and i i, I couldn't i couldn't run from it i couldn't get away from it it was just there coming out so that's, I love that. You know, I, I had spent all of those years growing up, and I, I knew of the message. Mm -hmm. And basically had heard all of those sermons. You know, we basically can get a doctorate degree of going to, going to church. Mm -hmm. but, but once it become a reality to me, then all of a sudden I so began to go back through the scriptures. They became a lot to me. Mm -hmm. Stories of Noah or stories of Moses. Those were stories, but once it became a living God to me, then it, then I began to realize He's my God, mm -hmm. and 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 then the messages that I would go and listen to and and feast on, and the Church Age book became a, an incredible book for me. I began to read it for myself, and God began to open it up to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the same way. What how the message became quickened to me. I. I grew up in a Lutheran church and then a Baptist church, but when I came in contact with that voice, listening to the, the messages, and then, then as I began to read the Church Ages book, it was answering every question that I had from my theology courses that I was taking at my, at my university. So, yeah, it, it's a living reality. It's not just a doctrine and a theology, but it is a living reality exactly right well the thing about it is is it's, it's 
so supernatural that you can't explain it. Mm-hmm. You know, every one of us as ministers, and and I know you talk to quite a few ministers, and every one of them are gifted in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not looking to, to have another great preacher to come on the scene mm-hmm. because the Lord Jesus is here. And so, but it's mm-hmm. still a supernatural God. You know, no matter what part that we have to play, it's supernatural, and mm-hmm. and we and we've seen that through the years. You know, God becomes supernatural. You've seen Even it. in my own life, I saw I saw the real experience of God. Mm-hmm. You know, there were addictions that took place that was there mm-hmm. that that God just took care of, and it was just supernatural. Mm-hmm. It wasn't no having to work my way through it or or trying to. Uh, trying to convince myself that this was right. It was just right from the very minute. Mm. And regardless of any critic in the world, this this just became so real to me mm-hmm. that there's no enemy could take it away. And met that same pillar of fire that, they, that you read about. Amen. Yeah, you, there's no man that can be the same after he meets that pillar of fire. Yeah. Well, I've, I've had a few experiences that you know about. Yeah, t- talk to me more about those. Uh, just briefly, you know, we'll we'll give everybody the links to those. They're incredibly powerful testimonies. <laughs> well, I personally fell off of a house 40 feet, landed on concrete. Mm-hmm. And I was told later that night that I would never walk again. Mm-hmm. And God miraculously raised me up. And I, I walked out of the hospital that night after being told that I was paralyzed and there was no hope of ever walking again. Was hit by lightning. Oh, wow. Uh, just in, uh, just in uh, probably eight years ago, I was burned with a fire and laid in a coma for over a month. And they even told my wife that I was unresponsive and no brainwave activity. My. Even after 36 hours, they were preparing to harvest my organs. Oh. And God miraculously raised me up, Brother Jason, and, and restored my body. My lungs were burned oh. 75% from the fire that I was in. And and my lungs are 100% healed. I was sitting in a meeting, Brother Ed Biscoe was preaching, and I just preached his country convention mm-hmm. and I went to North Carolina to hear him preach mm-hmm. he had to preach a convention the very next week mm-hmm. and I had been struggling for a year from my lungs from the stars mm-hmm. that was my lungs while sitting and listening to Brother Biscoe preach on how that those scars can be healed from the scars of the earth and scars of our spirit and then, then going down through our, the bruised cell God just came miraculously in that service. There was probably about a thousand people there. And while the word was preached, I stood up and it felt like a tunnel of the Holy Spirit came down over and breathed oxygen into my lungs. Oh my. And from that night forward, I've never had another problem with my lungs. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. You know, Brother Jason, it gives me confidence that when we pray for the sick, Mm. We we believe it's more than a story, but when we pray for the sick, once you've been in some situations and you've seen some turmoil, that 
there's nothing impossible with God. We prayed for a little girl last Amen. last year that was in a wheelchair, and and she couldn't walk, and God raised her out of that wheelchair just Amen. instantaneously, and she ran all over the building. Oh my. We had a brother in our church die last year, in our probably eight months ago. Hmm. He actually passed in, in our service at the end of the service. We have emergency technicians and nurses that are there, and they begin to check in very quickly. We quieted the congregation, Mm -hmm. and I laid my hand on his neck, and and he was he was eyes were rolled back. He was totally white. Uh, His his all his responses were gone. Wow! And we prayed the prayer of faith and called for life to come back in him. And brother Jason, I'll tell you, in just a matter of seconds. He was back. He was completely. They took him to the hospital and said there was absolutely nothing. Nothing was wrong with wow. him. Absolutely nothing. Incredible. But it gave him a renewed experience, not just healed his body. He actually had had some conditions that he was contending with up mm-hmm. at that point, mm-hmm. and they are both gone. And and he even has a renewed stimulation of the Holy Ghost living in his life. Oh my! Wow! Praise God. That is wonderful. So I, I'm putting this together in my mind now, Brother Ron. You you went through some very difficult, traumatic experiences that the Lord allowed in your life, and he delivered you supernaturally. So this creates uh, such a faith in your preaching, in your prayers, that you believe that something's going to happen, because you've seen it happen in yourself. I believe that it can happen in every service, Amen, Brother Jason. Yeah. I never go to a service without watching for the supernatural touch of God. The Scripture said that these signs shall follow them that believe, and we're believers. Amen. And, and, and I believe a man that carries the gospel, if it's his first sermon or his, his 5,000, mm-hmm. and he's preaching this living word, He's the same to that man as he would be to us, and I'm sure you Amen. saw that in your ministry. Yeah, we've 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 seen the Lord move, healing cancers, delivering people, raising them up from comas, and and many different things uh, that the Lord has done, and and that the brothers that are are working with us and Iranian brothers, they're beginning to have their faith rise up and increase, and they're seeing the supernatural take place in their own ministries. So. You know, we usually don't get too much into doctrine in our interviews, but we understand that there is a, from Christ is the mystery of God revealed, that, you know, he, he comes in the, full, in the fullness in his bride to manifest himself. And yes. he, he did that through Brother Branham's ministry, but it goes beyond that. It, it's in the bride. And so there's... Absolutely. There's a supernatural that's taking place. So talk to me more about uh, about that. Tell me tell me some of your thoughts on that aspect of it. I firmly believe that Acts chapter three, Peter, James, and John, as they're walking to the gate called Beautiful, mm-hmm. they said, "Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ. Rise up and walk." Mm-hmm. I believe that we're living in a book of Acts church in this generation. Mm-hmm. At the end of the Gentile dispensation, we're watching 
We're watching God manifest himself there in our midst once again, and it's God doing that. No man can produce that, no matter how great a speaker that he is or how, how uh, interesting or the words that he can use or his great, his, his, even his own great gift. Yeah. No, no man can produce that. It, it's God that produces it. Absolutely, God that produces that. It and is. I and I believe that can I believe that can live in families' homes. You yeah. know that 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 even children can can live such a life till until this word will be so alive in their hearts till they'll, they'll see the very manifestation of God living within them. Amen, amen. That's absolutely right. I mean, they're living in that that atmosphere of from their parents, uh, from their local church, or they ought. Their parents and their local church ought to be, anyhow. Right. They're living in that atmosphere and that uh, they can catch a hold of that faith as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I I, I said this before, Brother Jason, and said it in a lot of places. You know, I've got got pictures hanging on my walls and my family grew up. I've got two boys Mm -hmm. and a girl. Mm. And and the little girl, uh, she's a teacher. And, but I've got two boys. One is a preacher with me in the church. Okay. Others are song leader. Mm-hmm. He's a police police officer. But I wanted them to meet more than than Brother Branham. I wanted them to meet Jesus Christ. Amen. And I, I and I wanted them to know the voice behind the voice. Mm-hmm. Both of my boys received supernatural experiences. One, Matthew received a supernatural experience at Brother. Jim Pruitt's youth camp. Okay. Brother Andrew, my, my youngest son, who was a minister, received the Holy Ghost after being at a convention at Brother Bispol's. And I had spoken that convention, and Brother Tom Ray actually prayed with my son standing in the streets of Victoria, hmm. and the Holy Ghost came down, and it changed his life forever. Wow. Praise God. And he came. He came home like a house on fire, and it. And actually, our church is is in a revival. We just baptized five just Sunday night. Mm, praise God! <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> so it's not just something we're talking about. It actually is happening. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> it just lives. You don't have to pump it up. You don't have to prime it. It just lives. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You know, I, I, my my daughter, one of my daughters is seven years old. My other is five. But my seven-year-old is earnestly desiring to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I've been asking her, you know, why do you want to be baptized? And she said, you know, I feel that something has come into my heart and it's moving me to be baptized. And so God can move in the lives of little ones as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that with all my heart. I was staying with a with a brother when I was preaching for a meeting mm-hmm. for his church. And actually I was staying in, in a home and this this teenage girl had moved out of the uh, out of her room, and so that I could have that room, but she was not a Christian. Okay. 
Brother Jason, I prayed while I was in that room that God would, would touch that young lady's life. And mm. she was living in a good home. But touch her life, and she would receive Christ and Amen. receive a real experience from God. Mm-hmm. And we will end part one of our interview with Brother Ron Spencer right there. And we'll return next week with part two. Thank you so much for listening to PTM Radio. I'm your host, Brother Jason DeMars. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at info at ptmradio.com or call us at 612-293-6846. And you feel free to uh, leave a testimony. Feel free to leave a uh, request or or something that the Lord has laid on your heart. Once again, thank you for listening. May God richly bless you.